Good morning and welcome to today's walk with God. Please, let us give thanks to the Almighty God. Tell God, O oh Lord my God, I thank you for the testimonies of your goodness and your mercy in my life. I'm sincerely grateful to you, O oh Lord my God, for the testimonies of your goodness and your mercy in my life. In Jesus Christ's name we give thanks. Amen. Let us pray to God now. Tell God, say, my heavenly Father, please guide me by your spirit and surround me with your presence all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus Christ, my heavenly Father, please guide me by your spirit and surround me with your presence all the days of my life. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. James chapter 5, verse 16. We will read the first part of this scripture from the Free Bible Version and the second part from the New International Version. I read now James 5 16a, Free Bible Version. Admit the wrongs you've done to each other and pray for one another so that you'll be healed. New International Version, James chapter 5, verse 16b. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Full stop. Praise God. Prayer is too important to be engaged in on a trial and error basis. That would be a gamble. Praying to God and obtaining the desired result is too critical to be reduced to a lucky dip or a raffle draw exercise. Prayer should be approached with the confident assurance that God will hear and He will grant our request. How can we be so sure that God will grant our request? The scripture we read, James chapter 5, verse 16a, counsels us to remove the hindrance to prayer. That is, clear away every offense, every grudge, so that we can stand guiltless and innocent before God when we pray. That's why he said we should Admit the wrongs that we have done to each other and clear it away. James chapter 5, verse 16b, the second part, declares without any ambiguity that the prayer of a righteous person, the prayer of an innocent, guiltless person, the prayer of the person who is living right in the sight of God is powerful and effective. Please, let us take careful note of that statement, the prayer of a righteous person, not the prayer of a popular famous preacher, not the prayer of a titled church leader, not the prayer of an educated theologian who is highly certificated, not the prayer of a church owner, not the prayer that is prayed in a particular temple or sanctuary, 
or on a high mountain, or at a riverside, or a seaside, or by the ocean beach, or in a thick forest. Not the prayer prayed at a particular time of the night, of the night or midday. When God looks down from heaven, he is looking for the righteous, the innocent, the guiltless person praying. He could be a petty trader. That righteous person could be a gardener, a lowly gateman, a truck pusher, a cleaner in a public toilet, or just a slave boy in a foreign land like Joseph in Egypt. What matters to God is whether the person is righteous or unrighteous. The early disciples of Jesus did not make any religion out of Gethsemane by going back there to pray. They did not go back to River Jordan. They did not build a temple on the top of Mount Olives. They simply pursued righteousness by the teachings that he taught them and they called upon God everywhere they went. The Holy God cannot be tied down to any place or time, but he is committed to every person who chooses to live right in this world of pervasive wrongness. Let us pray. Our gracious God, we thank you. You hear prayers and you answer prayers. And your word has told us that the prayer of a righteous person avails much. Lord, we have chosen to walk with you. Our choice is to live righteously, to live right in your presence, to please you. Please help us by your grace day by day. Thank you, gracious God. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen.